Welcome to the Score Podcast. It was May 2018 when Congress passed a law that required competition among credit scoring models in the mortgage market. Almost a decade later, and we're still using those same old, outdated, and unnecessarily exclusionary credit scores for GSE-funded mortgage loans. So what's up with that? I'm Jeff Richardson, host of The Score Podcast. The recent announcement from FHFA, which regulates Fannie and Freddie, Detailing its implementation timeline of the mandated use of VantageScore 4.0 provides a clear three-year roadmap for the industry to take action. This lengthy, phased approach is in addition to the new credit score model validation process that the FHFA began four years ago in 2019. While this has all been going on, millions of creditworthy consumers are on the outside of the American dream of homeownership looking in. Joining me today is our own expert on these matters. Tony Hutchinson. Tony is Senior Vice President of Industry and Government Relations at VantageScore. He brings nearly 30 years of experience and a wealth, a wealth of knowledge about the inner workings of Congress and the executive branch, and a deep understanding of the housing industry. Because prior to joining VantageScore, Tony was Director of Government and Industry Relations at Freddie Mac. And prior to that, he served in a similar role at the National Association of Realtors. Okay, Tony, thanks for joining the podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So let's try to unpack this. As I mentioned in the intro, uh, earlier this year, FHFA issued a timeline for implementing VantageScore. Can you provide our listeners with an overview and the status of where we are with that? Sure. FHFA, as most of you know, last October decided that they wanted to make a change to the credit scoring process for the GSEs. They decided they wanted to improve upon the score that was out there for a number of reasons, primarily for safety and soundness purposes. But the other reason was because they wanted to expand the breadth of people who could participate in the marketplace. Up until this point, you had a very invisible populace of people, both minorities and rural populations, that weren't able to participate in the mortgage market. So by changing the credit score... They were now able to see some of those people evaluate their credit worthiness and bring them into the process. So earlier this year, after making that announcement in 2022, in March of 2023, FHFA indicated what the timeline for that implementation was going to look like. It is a phased approach. And one of the things they wanted to do was they wanted to, one, gain information from the market about how this process should proceed. And then they wanted to give information to the marketplace so that everybody would get comfortable with the new scores, followed by beginning to draw in the new scores. So in 2023, the focus was, let's gain information from the marketplace. There was a survey that was opened up until June 9th. Everybody in the mortgage market provided information on what they thought would be the processes needed to make a successful implementation. And that survey was closed, and they're now evaluating that. By the end of this year, they're going to publish historical data so that the market can take a look at how Vantage Score will compare to the existing score out in the marketplace so folks can begin to build a corollary between the two. 2024, you're going to get information about how to utilize these scores moving into the new implementation process. And by the third quarter of 2024, every mortgage originator is going to be required to begin to pull both Vantage Score 4.0 and the other new credit score 
into their origination process. And they'll be doing this along with the current score. So there will be three scores that will be pulled for a time period so everybody in the marketplace can make the adjustments necessary and see how things operate on a run basis as opposed to a theoretical basis. They want to see how things practically work. Also in that quarter, we're going to get changes to the mortgage-backed security disclosures and the CRT disclosures for investors. This is so that they can become aware and comfortable with the new scores that are going to be promulgated in the capital market space. Finally, in the first quarter of 2025, all of the supporting information for the credit score models and all of the historical data that people have been looking for is going to be released to the marketplace. And by the end of 2025, we're going to have just the two new credit scores, including Vantage Score 4.0, used in the mortgage origination space. That traditional score will go away fourth quarter of 2025. We have a long ramp up to get there. And right now, everything is on track. You know, We have completed the information gathering, but we are awaiting uh, some of the historical data to be released to the marketplace that FHFA has indicated. Rumors are that's going to be soon. Thanks for that, Tony. It's somewhat inside baseball, and I think a lot of our, our listeners actually play inside baseball, so, so they'll understand a lot of that. But let's take it a little step higher. Why are we doing this? What, what is the benefit to consumers and lenders from this? The biggest benefit is going to be the increased amounts of people that we can now look at and evaluate so that they can participate into the mortgage market space. We've recognized that the market space has, has gotten a little bit tighter over the last few years. A lot of that has to do with the fact that there are not enough houses out in the market space. However, we're beginning to catch up on the building. And as we catch up on the building, we're going to, at some point in time, need to fill those homes with consumers. Following a traditional credit score evaluation of consumer credit worthiness, we were leaving approximately 30 million people on the sideline. It's 30 million with an M. The new scores are going to allow, Vantage Score 4.0 in particular, is going to allow those 30 million individuals to be scored. Of those 30 million individuals being scored, 10 million meet a credit score threshold of 620 or higher. That's a Vantage Score 620 or higher. Now, why is that important? That is important because in order to qualify for a conventional conforming mortgage, you need a credit score of 620. If we are able to introduce a new 10 million people with a credit score of that level or higher, now there's a potential, a larger potential universe of people who could be potentially deemed credit worthy for home ownership. And that helps keep the engine of housing moving forward. So at the end of the day, it's about bringing a possibility for more people to participate in housing, which will allow them to develop more wealth, more stability, and provide more stability for the communities that they live in. That's the win-win for the consumer. The win-win for the industry is the new scores are going to provide more stable analysis of those consumers so that the system is more safe and sound, which means more capital will be available for more consumers to purchase homes. That sounds like, I think, some topics and benefits that folks can get their, their brains wrapped around. This is also one of those rare topics and issues where Congress happens to agree. So what type of support have you seen from Congress on this initiative? 
Well, Congress wholly agrees on this. Homeownership is a pillar of American society, and everyone wants to make homeownership available to as many people as possible. You know, I always say it's akin to having a piece of the rock. So folks, when they have a piece of the rock, are more likely to participate in our government, participate in our communities, make sure our communities are safe and sound. So the more people that we can introduce to that, the better our society feels and grows. Congress believes that is the case. So on both sides of the aisle, this is not a Republican or a Democratic point of view. This is both. It's a bipartisan point of view that home ownership is important. And when they view this particular tool, these new credit scores out here that provide one safety and soundness to the secondary mortgage market, meaning that taxpayers are less likely to be on the hook for the mechanisms that keep housing going. And two, it becomes more inclusive so all of our citizens, be they minority or living in rural areas, uh, have an opportunity to participate in home ownership and get a piece of that rock. They're wholeheartedly behind it. We've seen it to the point where there was a bipartisan letter that was just submitted to FHFA, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, indicating that they believe that the timeline that was put in place needs to be completed as soon as possible so more people can take advantage of homeownership. Getting a piece of the rock. Love that. So I want to just switch gears a little bit. As we know, and this podcast is covered by and large, Vantage Score isn't widely used in the mortgage industry. It's used somewhat, but but not as widely as we would desire. That's changing due to some of the uh, new rules that you mentioned. Uh, but it has gotten wide acceptance in other loan categories. So can you speak to that? And also, part of your role at Vantage Score is to work with the capital markets. Can you speak to the growth of, of Vantage Score in that area? Absolutely. So one thing that has really surprised me has been the uptake in the use of Vantage Score over the last couple of years. Just between 2021 and 2022, there was a 30% increase in the pull of Vantage Score across all business sectors. That equated to 19 billion scores being pulled in 2022 alone. That's 19 billion with a B. That is humongous. So we're seeing growth across all these different sectors, the largest growth being in the use of our score in telecom and utilities, and then along consumer lending via personal loans or credit card usage. Those numbers are through the roof. We're extremely proud of that, but really what we're very happy to see is that the usage of our score by these different sectors is translating into products being placed into the capital market space via asset-backed securities that use Vantage Score as the risk assessment tool. In 2022, there was $11.5 billion in offerings to the capital market space utilizing Vantage Score as, a, as the primary risk assessment tool. So far this year, that number is up to $6.6 billion, and we believe that we're going to surpass the 13.5 to $14 billion mark by the end of the year. So it just shows that not only are people utilizing our score to evaluate the consumer, but now the investors are utilizing our score to evaluate debt that's in the marketplace. That adoption bodes well for the company. And I will say this, the moment that we participate more fully in the mortgage space, meaning 
were in the conventional conforming space, which Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac operated, and they began to promulgate mortgage-backed securities to the capital markets with Advantage Score included, we're going to see even more usage of our score by investors. And that is really where the growth is going to ignite. So looking forward to that. Uh, absolutely. And and it's also really important to to think about in terms of financial inclusion. It's really scaling that up. We see a lot of pilot programs. We see a lot of financial inclusion programs that that are targeted at certain geographic regions or, or what have you. But this is this is monumental. This is going to change the game and really scale up financial inclusion. Tony, thank you for these terrific insights and thank you for the important work uh, you're doing. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Five percent. That's the percentage of GSE funded mortgage loans that go to African American borrowers, according to the Urban Institute. By comparison, African Americans make up 12% of the overall population in the United States. It's a similar story with other minority populations, including Hispanic and Asian American consumers. If, when, we get this fixed, we'll do more to close the wealth gap in the United States than perhaps anything in recent history. And VantageCore is proud to be a part of that solution. I'm Jeff Richardson, and I look forward to our next conversation. The views and opinions expressed in this episode do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Vantage Score Solutions. Visit VantageScore.com to learn more. <laughs>